Welcome to this series of Bible lessons on the New Testament. In these 42 lessons, we will teach the history of the Lord Jesus as delivered to us in the four Gospels. We will start with the days that led up to Christ's humble birth in Bethlehem. We will then look at his blessed ministry, his suffering, his death, and resurrection. His humble life on earth concludes with his ascension, and after this, the blessed outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we will teach the calling and ministry of the greatest evangelist that ever lived, Paul the Apostle. These last lessons are taught from the book of Acts and include Paul's missionary journeys. Be sure to use the lesson guide with questions and knowledge exercises presented with these lectures. We hope these lessons are a blessing to you. Thank you. In Lesson 20 of our Bible study on the life and the ministry of Christ, we wish to study three events that show and prove that Jesus Christ came to seek and to save sinners, not the righteous. We see this in these three events. First, the rich young ruler. You may find this in Luke 18, verse 18 through 30. Then blind Bartimaeus, which is in Mark 10, verse 46 through 52. And thirdly, Zacchaeus, which is found in Luke 19, verse 1 through 10. Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, and he is traveling towards Jericho when a rich young man comes to meet him. And we find this in Luke 18, verse 18 through 30. This young man has a question for Jesus. He says, what must I do to inherit the kingdom of God? So again, we have a pious young man who would like to go to heaven. And he would like to know what he has to do to get there. And then Jesus begins to teach him. And Jesus says, you know the commandments, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, and honor thy father and thy mother. So Jesus turns to the second table of the law. And this young man thinks that Jesus is talking about the letter of the law. And he dares to say, all these I have kept from my youth on. So he feels that in his life he has kept all these commandments. But then Jesus shows him that the law is spiritual, not by the letter. And Jesus says, yet thou lackest one thing. Go, sell all that you have, take your money, Distribute it, give it to the poor. Follow me, and you shall inherit the kingdom of God. Oh, that is much more than what this young man had ever expected. Because this young man is very rich, and his riches mean 
so much to him. He cannot part with them. And so we see the natural man, his heart is bound to the things of this world, to the riches of this world. It is only by grace that we learn to see that there is one thing needful, and that is love God above all and your neighbor as yourself. Oh, when Jesus now tells him to sell everything and to follow him, he cannot do that. Oh, then it says he left sorrowful because that he could not do. And when Jesus now sees that he leaves sorrowful, then Jesus says, how hardly can a rich man enter the kingdom of God. Now notice, Jesus did not say that the rich cannot enter the kingdom of God. We know of examples in the scriptures, Abraham and David and Solomon, that you can yet be rich and enter the kingdom of God. But Jesus says it is so hard to leave everything and to follow Jesus. He says that takes grace alone. And then Jesus says this saying, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter heaven. Easier for a camel, that big animal, to go through that little hole than for a rich man to enter heaven. Oh, it can happen, but it is only by grace. And that is why the people ask Jesus, who then can be saved? And then Jesus says, what is impossible with man is possible with God. And that's the wonder of grace. When it becomes impossible in our heart, because we have sinned everything away, because we are sin, that is when it becomes possible with God. Because God has given away, there is sufficient grace that the greatest of sinners can be saved. Oh, then Peter goes on and he asks another question and he says, Lord, what about us then? We have left everything to follow you. And then Jesus says, there is no man who has left house or family, father, mother, children, for my sake, for God's sake, who will not receive a reward. A reward here in time, peace in your heart, and the love of God, and hereafter, eternal life. All he says, to forsake all and to follow Jesus, that is not hopeless, but that is to obtain the one thing needful. May we be given to forsake all, to take up that cross, and to follow Jesus. Jesus goes on, traveling towards Jericho, and there along the way he meets a blind man, blind Bartimaeus. We find this recorded in Mark 10, verse 46 through 52. And when this blind Bartimaeus is sitting there along the highway, begging, then he hears a noise of a multitude of people. And he asks, he says, what is this? Who is coming? And then one of the people say to him, 
it is Jesus of Nazareth. And then that wonder, that faith is laid in his heart, that he believes that Jesus can heal him. And he begins to cry, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Oh, when the people hear him, they say, be quiet. What does Jesus want to do with you? You're just a blind beggar. But he doesn't quit. When faith is in exercise, then we do not quit praying or crying unto God. And neither does blind Bartimaeus. He cries the louder, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus hears him crying. And then Jesus sends someone to him. And he says, go and call him. And they call Martimaeus. And they say, be of good comfort, for he calleth for you. And then Bartimaeus stands up and he follows them to Jesus. And when Jesus sees him, he says to him, what do you want me to do for you? What is your request? And blind Bartimaeus says, O Lord, that I might receive my sight. Take note, Lord, he believes that Jesus is the Lord, able to deliver even to the uttermost. And then Jesus says, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Oh, Jesus says that he will receive his sight because Jesus has looked upon him in mercy. And he says, Thy faith hath made thee whole. That faith which God gave you, that is what brought you to me. And now, receive your sight. And he did. He received his sight immediately, and then he followed Jesus. Oh, the lesson for us is that we may pray for that faith to continue to cry for mercy. For then Jesus will hear the needy when they cry. Jesus goes on to Jericho, and there we meet Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus is a rich publican, and we find this recorded in Luke 10, verses 1 through 10. And when Zacchaeus now, a publican, one of those despised people who collects taxes, may be sitting along the road at a toll booth, collecting taxes of the people who are going by, hated and despised by the Jews, when he hears that that multitude who is coming to the city, that that is followers of Jesus, oh, then there is a desire in his heart. He would like to see Jesus. But he looks at that multitude of people, and he is so short, he will never be able to see Jesus. So he thinks, and he goes on down the road, a little ways ahead. And there he climbs into a sycamore tree a large tree with many branches. And there he hides himself so that no one can see him, just so that he can look through and see Jesus. But look what happens. As this multitude walks on and Jesus comes to the tree where Zacchaeus is, then Jesus stops and Jesus looks up and he says, Zacchaeus, come down, for today I must abide in your house. Oh, we can imagine 
how amazed Zacchaeus was. How did Jesus know that he was there? Well, you know, Jesus is omniscient, all-knowing. He knows where we are, whether we are sitting or standing. And Jesus knew where Zacchaeus was. And Jesus also knew that it was his time of his good pleasure to visit Zacchaeus. Oh, then, then Zacchaeus comes down. He doesn't ask any questions. He comes down and he takes Jesus along to his house. Oh, when the people see this, they begin to murmur. They say, what? How can he do this? How can he go into the house of a sinner, to the house of a publican, and eat with them? Oh, no, they would never do that. But they need to learn that Jesus came to seek and to save, because then Jesus says, this day salvation has come to this house. This is the day that salvation is wrought in the heart of Zacchaeus. And how do we know that? Well, we see that on the fruits, because then we hear what Zacchaeus says. Lord, half the goods I will give to the poor, and if I have taken anything falsely, I will restore it fourfold. Also we see that there are fruits upon salvation. Then we should see it in the life, in our love to God and to our neighbor. And so in three events we see Jesus came to seek and to save sinners, not the righteous. Oh, by nature, we are all too righteous. May God make us a sinner. May God give us the cry, have mercy upon us, because those who cry in truth, they will receive mercy and grace through Jesus Christ. Thank you.